Hey everyone, welcome back to Journeys and Journals by Agatha. And this episode is entitled, Prodigal, 2 Peter 3. In the last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. Love is patient because love wants us to repent. Love is patient for our sake. Even if love is so strong and covers a multitude of sin, if there is no repentance, love cannot have his beloved. Being patient is not to be equated as being slow. Being patient is having all the power to do things, yet choosing not to use that power for the benefit of the one you love. When God says He loves us, He is also saying that He is patient with us. He sees all things and the sins we commit, but He is patient enough to wait for us to repent. I would like to think that Jesus is coming soon. And it makes my heart excited and it pushes me to do better and do things every day as if it were my last. But God is not really in a hurry. Although I know that Jesus is coming soon and no one can really predict His timing, I also know that God is patient. And the depravity of the world and even the Christians today makes me realize that God is being more patient and will be patient in the coming days. The reason why we are not yet in heaven is because God is patient. As a believer of Christ and the gospel, it is irritating to see people mock God and His words. Deep inside, I want to defend God and I want to say hurtful things to those people thinking that it will change their mindsets. And sometimes in my heart, I say to God, Lord, just come now and let these people know your truth and prove them wrong and show them that you are just and that you will punish the wicked. What would you feel if these people who are mocking Jesus now, who are talking against the church, will share a table with you in heaven? That these people who are living a life pleasing the flesh shares with their inheritance. Would you think God is unfair? The prodigal son came to mind. When the prodigal son asked for his share of the father's wealth, he was implying that for him, the father is already dead. The older son must be enraged by this and may have wanted to stop his father from giving away his wealth. But the father gave anyway. What's mind-blowing is when the younger son returned, he was welcomed and celebrated by the father. He even gave him a ring and a robe. This exposed the heart of the older son who refused to celebrate his brother's return. His father then told him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. The older son missed the point that the true reward is being with the father. 
The father's heart is not about the wealth and the position. It is being with his son. When the younger son went away, the father's presence was taken away from him. But the older son always had his father's presence. Even though only one son left the father, the reality is the father had no son at all because the remaining son also failed to be with his father. Both of them missed the presence of the father physically and spiritually. If my relationship and love for God is genuine and true, then I should be rejoicing when a lost sheep is found, for I know this gives my father great joy. Let me not despise the Lord when he blesses people who are undeserving or when he saves those whom I feel like do not deserve saving. He is God, and who am I to question his justice and mercy? I should rejoice when my father rejoices, and he rejoices when the lost is found and the dead become alive. What could have Jesus felt when he, the perfect one, the begotten son, who did everything flawless, who pleased the father, who never disobeyed, who submitted. He suffered and was crucified for the filthy and unholy people like you and me. He shared his inheritance with us. So who am I to complain? Who am I to say to God that he is unfair when Jesus humbly obeyed at the expense of his own life? Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.